Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with houseofboxing.com and Empire Fight Store. We find ourselves... This room's calling me broke. I mean, this is just incredible. We're in Monaco. Wow. It's a little bit different to Cancun. Hey, Parsons, you've had it off, haven't you? I mean, Cancun to Monaco. Imagine flying all around the world with zero ability. <laughs> like, that, that's a true black. It took you 23 seconds. Yeah, that's a true black, right? Because if you've got ability and skill... What about the networking ability? You've got to give me that one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you've... I mean, apparently, you've now been gifted a couple of suits from a top tailor's. Shout out Clements and Church, by yeah. the way. Some service, hand-delivered siren system. Why, why freebies? What, on what basis? So I had a LinkedIn message, and obviously this week came up. I thought, you know, very apparent. Little bow tie. I've not worn a suit since prom. I cannot wait to see you in a bow tie competition winner vibes I can't wait to see what's, oh, you're actually not wrong on this instance no how are you mate I'm very well I was a bit I felt a bit um, unwell last night a little bit of a you know I think I had a bit of food poisoning but feel unbelievable today as you can see ready to start the press conference and a really good fight card on Saturday in Monaco Talk us through the fight card. It's a little bit multicultural, international. We've yeah. got a little bit of South Africa in there yeah. for an IBF load, uh, light flyweight title. Yeah. Ramla Ali Guzman, me and yes. Cole were so excited for. We saw that fight first in New Orleans. Joe Cordina, top of the bill. Um, Edward Vasquez is already talking a good game. Yeah. It's a really good card. I mean, you know, for, for many different reasons, it's uh, definitely an international field, and that's what Monaco want in terms of obviously their customers and you know the broadcast reach. And um, when you look at a card, Joe Caldina against Vasquez, really good fight. And you know that when Oshaki Foster beat Hernandez last week, I said time to unify against Joe Caldina, and he said he's got to get past Vasquez first. And I said, is that a tough fight? And he said it's a really really tough fight. He said Vasquez is a good fighter. A lot of people felt like he beat Raymond Ford in that split decision. Um, but Joe Caldina, in my opinion, is the best 130-pounder in the world. And it's just sometimes a little bit difficult when you're preparing for a unification or a massive stadium fight just to come through these kind of fights. And, but good news for um, Joe is he's boxed here before. You haven't been to one of these shows, but very strange and unique. You know, you talk about 300 people in tuxedos, royalty. You know, it's a different kind of environment. So you've got to be switched on and ready. And... Joe mustn't make any mistakes on Saturday night. It's a really, really good fight. Um, Non-Shinga, if you haven't watched him, just fight of the year, fight of the year, fight of the year. <laughs> Why are you taking pictures during the, during the interview? No, not the only one that does that, sir. It's day in the life, yeah? Anyway, Non-Shinga, who is just fight of the year, fight of the year. He's got a brilliant, brilliant fight against Adrian Curiel, which is going to be an absolute war. Um, Sully Sizoko against Isaias Lucero, another tough Mexican great fight, and Ramla Ali rematching Guzman, which is, you know, for me, probably the fight I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, first time around, Ramla was out boxing her for the most of the fight, started getting involved in a war, got knocked out, 
came straight back and said, I want that rematch. So massive props to her. It's a massive fight for her career and, and one I believe she can win if she can stay disciplined. So four fights, four really good fights and a yeah, great card on Saturday. I feel like there is a chance we could get cut off at any moment, so let's get into the nitty-gritty. Talks that the Saudi Arabians want to continue with the event December 23rd with Nganu. I read something, potentially Zhang or Parker. Are you pushing for Anthony Joshua for this slot, 23rd? Uh, we'd take it. I don't think so. I, I don't see Nganu fighting on the 23rd of December. I mean, it's seven weeks away. So um, we are looking at our own potential fight for AJ on December 23rd. Yeah, uh, but we'll have to see. Um, a lot of interesting discussions ongoing. We'll have to see how it plays out. What are AJ's thoughts on Fury and Garner? Haven't discussed it with him, honestly. Not not discussed it with him. Just discussed his his plans and didn't really talk about the fight. Why is that now the Ngannou fight one to make for you as opposed to Wilder? No, no, the Wilder fight still. But I'm just you know you talk about a guy that's just beaten Tyson Fury, and for me has earned the right to be involved in another massive fight. Um, if that's going to be AJ, great. I mean, you know, the, the, the aim for AJ is to become world heavyweight champion. And Garnu doesn't allow him to do that, but it's a massive money fight that I'm sure a lot of people would like to see. And for me, a fight that we win comfortably. So very happy to look at that fight. What do you make of Tyson Fury's post-fight interview the following day uh, off the back? It sort of didn't really blame anyone. No, that's right. You can't, you've got to blame yourself. But also, he didn't do the post-fight press conference because he don't want to be criticised. You know, he bans TalkSport, he bans other people. The one thing I'll say, when AJ got knocked out by or stopped by Ruiz, when AJ was mentally destroyed after the Usyk fight, he turned up at the presser. One he broke down and cried at. The other one he had to go with concussion and do his job. So you can't have it everywhere. And, you know, I, they want to criticise me and AJ and Frozen and that and Nicole. So if... Fury performs like that, we're going to let our position known, which is we believe AJ beats Tyson Fury every day of the week. So um, I don't think you're going to see him do too much now. I think he'll have a little bit of time off and then I'm sure he'll come back. And I think he'll be better in the Usyk fight for sure. Well, that was obviously my next point. They're now saying February is the yeah. provisional date for that fight. Both parties ready for then, you, you assume? Maybe, yeah. I don't do you I mean, make Usyk the favourite now in that fight? Maybe. I think that, um, you know, it's really... I think Fury was the favourite before Saturday. I think Usyk is the favourite now. I'm not sure Fury's the same fight. I'm not sure his punch resistance is there. But Usyk isn't a big puncher. So I think that's great news for him. I would also not be surprised if Fury retired and didn't fight Usyk. You know, when you finish a fight, you kind of buzz him for a few days and then there'll be a slump. So how long does Fury need for that slump? Three, four weeks. February sounds quite tight for me. But, you know, obviously they'll want to get it in Riyadh season. And uh, we'll see. Ben Shalom said that Martin Bacoli beats both uh, Fury and Ngannou. What did you make of that off the back of Saturday? I think Bacoli beats Ngannou comfortably. Um, I think Bacoli's a good fighter. You know, the problem for Martin is one who really wants to fight him because you don't really get paid any money for fighting Martin Bacoli. And that's always been... Martin Bacoli's always been a good heavyweight. Always. But no one's really interested in fighting him because he's a hard sell. But he had a good platform on Saturday. I don't understand why Bacoli doesn't rematch Michael Hunter. Like that yeah. fight's been there a million times, and it's still there on a plate for him. And they're afraid of that fight. They don't need to be afraid of that fight. He'll beat him this time around. But that, that's the fight they should take. Get that locked off the, the resume, and, and Bacoli's going to be a, you know, he'll be in good fights.
There were some weird rumours that circulated over the weekend that Deontay Wilder could be training in MMA yeah. for a potential mixed rules bout. Yeah. Madness. I said, have you seen his legs? Like, if Nganu kicks those <laughs> legs, they'll snap in two. But um, look, I think Wilder should stick to the box. I think he should just have a boxing fight. I mean, he hasn't boxed for over a year. And hopefully that could be AJ. Listen, he may end up getting the fight with Nganu. Who knows? But, um, yeah, we want, to see Ngar- we want to see Wilder back in the ring, not in the cage, because I'm not sure how that would go. I know you're working vigorously uh, behind the scenes to make Chris Eubank Jr. versus Conor Ben. It seems certainly on Chris's side that this is sort of the first time that he's come back out and explicitly said that that is the next fight for him. What's the sort of, where are you at with it yeah, at the minute? We're in final negotiations. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, Frank and Keller, obviously ourselves and Tony and Conor, trying to get that made. Uh, end of January, Spurs or Millennium Stadium. That's where it's going to take place. And we're ready to make the fight. I think we're very close now and hopefully we can get it concluded this week. Just really quickly, Chris Eubank Sr. made some comments about wanting Connor to fight Harlem instead. Um, what do you think, one, I suppose, about Eubank Sr. being back in the sport and two, wanting the Harlem fight as opposed to Chris? Yeah, so he's representing Harlem Eubank, so he's going to call out those kind of fights. Great to see him back in the sport. Um, no interest in a Harlem Eubank fight for Connor Ben. Only big fights only. And... Um, you know, that, that will be hopefully Chris Eubank Jr. Just lastly from me, Billy Joe Saunders on the undercard um, of that of that sort of fight night and if he wins, uh, if Chris wins, would that be the fight that you'd tee up? Uh, yeah, I mean look, Billy Joe is going to be involved in big fights, whoever that is. Obviously if Eubank won then that's a massive fight with Billy Joe Saunders but we don't believe that's going to be a, an issue because Conor Ben should take care of him inside six rounds. Eduardo from Cancun to Monaco by royal appointment, thank you very much. Podcast Network.